那真的很开心可以大家在一起那几个礼拜前我在上厕所 and so uh, we're thankful that we have a space for us to, to do this from, and uh, hopefully I will never have to do that again. Well, yeah, Mark, here we are again. Uh, Mark and I are getting really good at this. <laughs> um, you know, looking at this computer screen, just kind of talking to each other. But we really believe, church family, that God's word speaks to us wherever we're at. I know that the Holy Spirit has a word for you this afternoon. And so, please, I invite you to grab your Bibles. We are going to finish the Beatitudes this week. And so we're going to be in Matthew chapter 5. Uh, we're going to be in verses 7 to 11. 七到十一. And let's go ahead and open your Bibles. We're going to read this in Chinese first. Uh, Matthew第五章第七节到十一节，怜悯的人有福了，因为他们必蒙怜悯；内心清洁的人有福了，因为他们必看见神；使人和平的人有福了，因为他们必称为神的儿子；为一朝之不坏的人有福了，因为天国是
Would you direct them to you, Lord Jesus? And it's in your powerful name that we pray. Amen. 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 Well, I remember um, growing up being uh, someone that loved to compete in sports. I'm in high school. One of the main goals of me and my friends um, was we wanted to play on the varsity team. You know, we, we worked hard, we practiced hard, and we couldn't wait till we could play at that top level. And it took a while. But finally I was able to be a part of that. And I remember just as a high school kid, just the feeling of like, wow, like I finally, I finally made it. And I remember walking through the tunnel in, in small town Oklahoma for our first game. And just the feeling of like, man, like this is exciting to be in this position, to be in this role. There was so much excitement around it. And then I remember I started playing. I didn't do so well. And I remember just the, the weight as well, being like, okay, this is fun, this is exciting, but there's also this weight, this responsibility, this pressure of being in this position. In church family, you know, a lot of times that is exactly the same thing that's true for you as a disciple. You know, the main point of the sermon this afternoon, if you're writing or if you're taking notes, Jesus says this. He says, Church family, you are blessed. You are blessed because as a disciple of Jesus, we can both be like Jesus, right? Like, that's the coolest thing as a Christian, that through the Spirit of God, we can actually be like Jesus. We can't be Jesus, but we can be like Jesus. But Jesus says, disciples, they're not just like me. He says, they will also suffer for me. Isn't that true, church family? Have you all felt that before? Like it's amazing that we get to actually be filled with the Holy Spirit to be more and more like Jesus. But how many times have you found out that the more and more you become like Jesus? Sometimes the more and more you suffer for Jesus. And so this first kind of the first beatitudes that we're going to talk about is all about imitating Jesus, being like Jesus. Mark, what do you think it means to imitate someone? So the example I, I, I can think of was, was uh, when I first went to the States, so I was learning, you know, I'm trying to imitate mm. like sounds when mm. people speak to me because I couldn't understand. 
So, so I would, oh, look at their mouths. So like, I remember one time they were telling me like, wow, I was thinking, wow, American people are really open. You know, they keep saying, kiss me, kiss me. Oh, so it turns out it's actually, excuse me. So that's <laughs> kind of like imitating, you know, I'm trying to imitate the language. Right. Now, now I'm going to tell you a example, a example of the example, is that sometimes it's like learning language. I remember when I first learned Chinese, I said, wow, these Americans are really open. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. I'm sure so many of us can really empathize with Mark. <laughs> you know, whenever we're learning a language, it's a great example. We're trying to imitate you know, the people that we see and the people that we hear. And in the first way that Jesus says we can be like him is in verse is in verse seven. He says, Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown. Now this word, this word merciful, um, it's a word that actually describes someone who shows compassion or forgiveness. But here, here this church family, Jesus is describing someone who's compassionate or is forgiving when they have been offended. That Jesus says, hey, my disciples will be people who show compassion, mercy, when they are offended. And Church family, let me ask you this. I mean, do you think that we live in a merciful culture. Guys, we live in a world of you know YouTube clips. We got tweets. We got Facebook posts. Right? We have where people are constantly looking for offense. And Mark, I know that we've heard that we live in a culture of cancel culture. Where people are just looking for offenses. And Christian, Jesus says, hey, this shouldn't be a surprise for us. Here's a promise of the Bible, maybe a lot of us don't remember sometimes. Jesus says this in Luke 17. He says to his disciples, offenses will certainly come, but woe to the one through whom they come. So church family, one of the ways that Jesus says we can be like him is that what do we do whenever we are offended? You know, how, let me ask you this question, how do we actually grow in becoming more of a merciful person? 
you know, Jesus is talking to a group of people. If you remember, his disciples are there, the crowds are listening. And these are people that have been oppressed. They've not experienced mercy from government leaders, from even religious leaders. In fact, in Greek culture, being a merciful leader was not a good thing. And maybe you're sitting and you're like, man, yeah, I have actually never probably experienced being under maybe a parent or a leader who's who's merciful. I've, I've not experienced that. Listen to what the God of the Bible says about himself. God says this. In Exodus 34, 6, the Lord passed in front of him and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord is compassionate and gracious. He is slow to anger, abounding in faithful love and truth. Uh, and so God is a God who is gracious. And let me ask you this question. How does God respond to your offense, to my offense? You know, maybe you're sitting and you're like, I don't really think that I've offended God. Well, the truth is, is every single person, we've all offended God. And the reality is, is this is not just like me offending Mark here by maybe my bad Chinese. This is an offense against the eternal creator of the universe. So let me ask you, how does God respond to our eternal sinful offense? By making you pay for it? Does God force me to make that right? I mean, does God, does He kind of hold bitterness towards us? Does He withhold good from you because you've offended Him? No, the gospel says that God doesn't force you to pay for it or me to pay for it, but He pays for it Himself. Paul says this in Ephesians 2, 1 through 4. Listen to this, church family. He says, And you were dead. I was dead in my trespasses and sins in which you previously walked according to the ways of this world, according to the ruler of the power of the air, the spirit now working in the disobedience. We too all previously lived among them in our fleshly desires, carrying out the inclinations of our flesh and thoughts, and were by nature children under wrath, as others were also. But listen, but God, who is rich in mercy, because of his great love that he had for us. So church family, how do we become more merciful people? By remembering the gospel. Jesus in this first beatitude, he says, listen, you are blessed when you show mercy, not when you withhold mercy. 
也就是说，耶稣说你会得到怜悯，当你成为那怜悯的人，对不对 ？How many times do we think that we're actually winning the battle when we are harsh with people, or when we harbor unforgiveness, or maybe we just kind of let other people have it? 因为我们的文文化可能往往告诉我们要更更硬、更强烈，然后这样子才是所谓的赢。Maybe you think you're winning the battle when you just are bitter and you're just withholding good from maybe your spouse, your kids, or your friends. 或者跟你的太太、先生、你你小孩哈，你可能是用更苦毒的心去对待他们，你好像你就是战胜。Jesus says you're losing. 可是实际上，圣经告诉我们是这样是输的。He says that when we are merciful people, we are imitating Christ. When we are merciless people, we are imitating the world. So let me just ask you a couple questions. So I want to ask you, you know, dads, this is this is Father's Day in America. Dads, would your kids, would they describe you as merciful, as compassionate? 所以刚好今天是父亲节哈，我可以问问大家，你的小孩会形容你是一个怜悯、也充满爱心的爸爸吗 ？Moms, what about you？ 那妈妈们呢 ？What about us as disciples of Jesus? Would, would, would the world in Lincoln be able to look at the church and Lincoln say, "Man, those are merciful, compassionate people"？ 或是当人家看到我们的时候，他们会不会说，哇，这个城市之光这一群人是怜悯人的人呢 ？So the first thing that Jesus says is that by the Spirit of Jesus, we can be merciful like Jesus. 所以耶稣说，当我们靠着。The next thing Jesus begins to talk about, if you look at verse eight, Jesus says, "Blessed are the pure in heart." 再来，呃，圣经上讲到内心清洁的人有福了。You know, when we say the word pure, 那当我们讲到圣洁的时候 ，You know, what do you think about? 清洁，你会想到什么 ？Sometimes we think about maybe like a pure kind of white snow. 那你可能想到雪。Something that hasn't been damaged, or 没有受到任何的破坏的 Maybe something doesn't have any kind of stain on it. 也没有任何的这个印记 No, for example, in in the coffee and tea world, 那在咖啡或者是茶来讲 You're a purist. 你如果是所谓很纯洁的 If you drink your tea or coffee without anything in it, 也就是说你没有添加任何，比如说牛奶或任何糖。Let me ask you this question. What if God, He took a huge flashlight, and He shone it on the inside of our hearts? What would He see? You know, what if everyone around us could actually see everything that was in our hearts? Mark, would you be excited if everyone here in this room could see every thought? Every action, everything you said. 那刚刚问我说，如果如果这个这个里面的人可以看到呃我的心，我我我会怎么办？呃、uh, ，I would say thank God you don't speak Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you have to translate. I'm not kidding. Yeah, but like I wouldn't want you to see. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure all of us guys in these last four or five weeks, we've said things, we've done things that we would not want anybody hearing or seeing. 那我相信，可能在过去这四到六周，我们可能也讲了一些内或内心想了一些不想让别人知道的事。But there's a problem. 可是其实有个问题。Because Jesus says that it's only the pure who will see God. 可是因为耶稣却讲说，只有清洁、内心圣洁的人可以看到神。And guys, he says pure. 他说纯洁。He doesn't just say a little bit clean. 他不是说有一点点。
He doesn't just say, oh, if you're just trying to get better and become a good person. Jesus says pure. Here's the definition for pure. It's a state of ritual cleanliness or free of guilt and sin. Does that describe anybody here? Right? Free of guilt, free of sin. And so how are we made pure? Guys, what the, what Jesus is reminding us of here is what God does with our sinful, stained hearts. That God takes your sinful, your stained life. That is blind to the things of God. And the Bible says that He gives us a brand new heart. Ezekiel 11, 19 through 20. This is incredible scripture here. Listen, church family. God says this I will give them integrity of heart, put a new spirit within them. I will remove their heart of stone from their bodies and give them a heart of flesh so that they will follow my statutes, keep my ordinances, and practice them. They will be my people, and I will be their God. And someone needs to hear this this afternoon because that definition for pure means free of guilt. Because the gospel says that we are no longer condemned. You don't have to live under guilt for what you have done, what you are doing, what you will do. And because of the gospel, because of these new hearts that God has given us, we can see God. What does that mean when Jesus says that we can see him? Does Jesus mean that just one day those who are pure will be able to physically see him? See, the Bible says that actually everybody's going to see him. Every knee will bow. Every tongue, every mouth will confess. Jesus is Lord. And so Jesus isn't just talking about seeing him one day. But listen to this, because the word see here means something a little bit more. It means that because of this new heart that God has given you through the gospel, it means that we can discern, we can see, discern God's will, hear God's voice, know God's ways. How important is that right now? How important is that in this season right now that we can know what God is doing? We can see Him, we can know what He's doing. Because 
Guys, in a world of chaos and a world of distraction, God says that my people can know my ways and see what I'm doing. 也就是说，即使现在的时代是这么的混乱，可是因着神，我们可以看见。As I remember when the when I when I first got glasses. 那 Colin 第一次就是戴眼镜的时候。I went to the eye doctor. 他去看这个眼睛的医生。And I remember he looked at my right eye. 他记得他看他右边的眼睛。And he just was like, "This is really bad. You know, how are you driving? All these kind of things." 他说：“哇，你你这样你怎么开车啊 ？”And I said, "Oh, that's don't worry, that's my bad eye." 哦，那他就讲说：“啊啊，没有了，那个我我我就是有一颗比较不好。”And he looked at my left one. 那看左边。He said that one works. <laughs> 他就说：“那个眼睛你快瞎了吧。” But here's the problem. 那可是这是问题。I had no idea. 那所以，可是 Colin 他并不知道。I thought I said everything clearly. 所以他以为他现在看见的就是就是很清楚。And I remember when I put on those glasses. 所以他把眼镜戴上的时候。It's like whoa, I could see, you know, what actually my friends look like. 他真实看到说，哇，原来我朋友是长这样。Everything came into focus. 所以所有的聚焦都很准。Because this is what Jesus does for us. 但这就是耶稣帮我们在做的事。Through this new heart. We can see clearly. We can discern. We can know God's will. We can know His ways. Okay, 让我们分有分辨的灵去知道什么该做，什么不该。And so practically, really quick, how does this? What does it look like to actually see God? So, very 务实的的来讲，这个这个带对我们来讲，看见神是什么意义 ？Three ways that God speaks to His people. 那神通常用三个方式对我们讲话。This is important, guys, because we live in a world that's completely blind to the ways of God. 那这个时候是特别的重要的，因为因为神的现在的世界是越来越蒙蔽的。All right, number one, God's word. 第一个，神的道。If you want to know God's will, you want to know His ways. 如果你想要知道神的旨意与神的道路，你必须要读经。Lots of it. 而且要很勤劳的读经。Because the more that we read it, 你读的越多。The more that we're going to see ourselves in that story, 越深你会发现你自己就是那故事中所讲的那个人。That if you want to know what God is doing right now in COVID in Taiwan, read the Bible. 尤其现在这个疫情很严重的时候，台湾也很乱的时候，你需要去读圣经。The second way is God's spirit. 第第二点就是神的灵。As the Holy Spirit speaks to His people, 不要忘记神的圣灵会对我们讲话。You know, Mark Paul says that we actually should walk in step with the Spirit. 保罗形容到说，形容这样子形容，我们要依着神的灵去一步一步的走。So how do we do that? 怎么做呢 ？Because we need to spend time with the Holy Spirit. 也就是说，你需要跟在跟圣灵花时间相处。We need to repent of sin, anything that would be an obstacle from us hearing what the Holy Spirit is speaking to God's people. 在灵里面去悔改，然后去听神的话。You know, Mark. I don't know if you guys had this in Taiwan, but we used to have these antennas that we fit on the TV. 那呃，康龙说我们以前有没有电视上面会有那个天线 ？Yeah, we used to have that. And so I remember we'd have to like move them around, like you know, sometimes pull them around the room and put stuff on it just until we could get a good reception. 那有时候你就是要把它移来移去，或拿高一点什么的，然后去测量，就是吸到那个可以。All of you guys. All of you guys that are like 20 and under right now, you have no idea what I'm talking about. But guys, it's the same thing with our hearts, with the Holy Spirit. Because we need to move anything around, we need to move anything out that would come in the way of getting good reception of hearing what the Holy Spirit is saying to us as a people. The third way is God's people. God speaks to us through His people. And I know this is hard. 
那我知道这不容易。Right now we feel disconnected and separated. 因为我们现在不不呃不总是能够常常在一起。We got to jump on a Zoom call. 可是有科技嘛，你可以用这个 Zoom 吗 ？Go on a mask, social distant walk. 或者是就是戴起口罩，然后去绕着公园，呃，社交距离的散步。Jump on Marco Polo. 啊，我们也有一个叫做 Marco Polo 的 app. These are all the ways that we see what God is doing right now through His church. 所以总是有办法，我们可以知道这三个方法告诉我们神在做什么事。Here's the question. 好，我们再来看看。Are we paying more attention to these things in this season? 我们到底有没有花更多关注力在这些事情上 ？Are we paying more attention to news articles or YouTube videos that don't know God, that are blind to God's ways? 或是你总是看着新闻或是 YouTube， 而这些人这他们是啊不知道神的。Guys, this is the church's hour. 所以这个是很重要教会的时候。God wants to speak to you right now. In quarantine, he is still speaking to his church, church family. He's speaking to you. You know, God is still speaking to you. Are we listening? You are listening. Next thing, Jesus moves on. Another way that we can be like Jesus is he says, "Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called the sons of God." You know, this this word peacemaker. It means it's kind of a mediator that are trying to bring peace between two opposing parties. 好像是一个中间者，把两个相对敌对的人带到彼此。You know, I wonder how many of us would actually describe ourselves as a peacemaker. 你你会这样子形容你是是和平之子吗？是人和平的人吗 ？Mark, do you like conflict? 啊，他问我说我喜不喜欢冲突？呃，不喜欢。Right. So maybe some of you you hate the idea of conflict. You don't like that awkward feeling in relationships. That 有时候你可能不喜欢那种冲突的状况 ，and so you describe yourself as a peacemaker. 你可能认为自己就是一个和平之子。You know, there's a website actually you can look, and it's called the Global Peace Index. It just looks at like you know facts of peace across the world. 那你知道有一个网站，它可以就是说啊测试这个世界和平的指数。And what we find as you look at these statistics. 那你看到这些数字哦。Is guys that the the world is becoming more and more less peaceful, the more and more actually divided. 就是在今天这个时代，世界是越来越不和平，越来越分离的。And and here's the question: is as we look at the world, as we look at our country, our communities, where are the peacemakers? 所以所以你知道我们这些基督徒，尤其在我们的社群当中，社区当中，我们就是那个神和平。You know, where are the mediators? 我们就是这个中间者。I remember in middle school they had this thing called. Peer mediation. I don't know maybe if you had that here. You know, 以前在中学的时候，这个他们美国学校有这个，就是彼此之间要去帮忙协调的人。It's a really bad idea. 那其实那不太好。Because seventh grade and eighth graders are just not mature enough to walk into conflict and help mediate those things. 因为你其实七八年级的学生就是不太知道怎么去协调这些彼此之间的事。And here's the truth, church family. The reason that you can be a peacemaker and that I can be a peacemaker. We can become peace makers because it's not because you have a great personality. It's not because you're a kind person. It's not because you've been given the gospel of peace. In a world that's increasingly divided, church. 也就是在现在的时代，越来越越越分裂。Guys, the cross alone destroys sinful division. 可是。呃，十字架就可以把这样子的隔离分裂所毁坏。You know, 
One of the words, one of the names for Satan. 你知道撒旦他其中一个外号 is actually one who divides. 就是那分离人的人 And so, if we can imagine, just when our communities are divided, like sinfully. 所以当我们看到我们的社群当中哈开始有这些分裂 ，when our relationships are divided because of sin， 或者我们的关系之中开始有分裂 ，when our nations are divided， 甚至我们的国家也因为罪而彼此有分裂 ，we better believe that Satan is smiling。啊，我我我想我们可以很确切的知道撒旦正在微笑 ，he loves sinful division， 因为他就是透过这些罪让我们彼此去分裂 ，but Jesus destroys。Division. 可是不要忘记，上呃，耶稣已经把这些分裂抹去。Ephesians 2:14-17. 以弗所书。Listen, church family. It says that Jesus is our peace. He's made both groups one and tore down the dividing wall of hostility. In his flesh, he made of no effect the law consisting of commands expressed in regulations, so that he might create in himself one new man from two, resulting in peace. He did this so that he might reconcile. Both to God in one body through the cross, by which He put hostility to death. Hear that He put hostility to death, and He came and proclaimed the good news of peace to you who are far away and to those who are near. 二章十四到十七节这边说，基督就是我们的和平，他使双方合而为一，拆毁隔在中间的墙，就是以自己的身体除掉双方的仇恨，并且废掉律法的规条，使两者在他里面成为一个新人，这样就缔造了和平。基督既然是十字架消灭了仇恨，就借着十字架使双方与神和好成为一体，并且他来把和平的福音传给你们在远处的人，也给在近处的人。So church family, what did it cost Jesus to be peacemaker? 那教会啊，耶稣他付出了什么代价来来缔造这个和平呢 ？His life， 就是他的生命。So as Christians, Jesus says, "Don't be surprised that if you're pursuing peace with people, if you're mediating conflict." So, as Christians, when we create peace, don't be surprised if it's in your family, maybe in your friends, your, your marriage, or in your community. That is, sometimes there will be some conflicts, whether it's in your marriage or in your community. But Jesus says, when we do this, He says that we are being like our Father. You are sons, you are children of God. 可是当我们是神的儿女的时候，我们在做这样的事，我们就成为神的儿女。Yeah, I remember there was a time when、uh, Isaac was out in the street during trash time. 那有时候你知道，当那个卡伦的小孩 Isaac 他去外面丢垃圾的时候 ，And Isaac was just talking to just every single person that he could see. 那 Isaac 就是非常一个友善的小朋友，他会跟很多邻居聊天。And I remember one of our friends said, "Man, just like his dad." 那他的一个朋友就跟他讲说，哇，就跟他们一样。No, I'm going to take that as a compliment. 所以他会觉得，哎，这个蛮好的事。Because that's exactly what Jesus is saying here. 因为耶稣也是这样讲。That when people look at the way church handles conflict, we are in relationship with each other. Can they say, "Wow, they look like their father. They look like Jesus." 当别人看到我们的时候，我们在就是去成为这个和平之子的时候，他们可能有说：“哇，这些人就像他们的神耶稣一样。” So church family, like, do we look more like Christ or the culture when it comes to division? 所以，我们是比更像基督，还是更像我们的文化呢？当我们在这个呃分裂的处理分裂的情况之中 ，vaccine or no vaccine？ 所以，到底有没有疫苗 ？Blue party, green party？ 哦，到底是蓝的呢，还是偏绿的呢？ Church, we are called to peace. That 
so Jesus says in the first, he says, guys, we can be like Jesus. But then he says, because we're becoming more and more like Jesus, the reality is that we will also suffer for Jesus. Second Timothy 3.12, Paul says this, in fact, all who want to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. Guys, we can spend all day talking about every single one of these verses. Jesus ends this time, and it's such, it's something that we need to wrap our minds around because he says, Blessed are those who are persecuted. Jesus says, you just hear this. He actually says that persecution is a privilege. And I want to get to this place because some of you guys have experienced this kind of persecution. I know some of you right now, because you've chosen to follow Jesus, you have suffered persecution, rejection from your family, from your friends, maybe even from your workplace. And what you need to hear today is Jesus is kind of holding your hand, he's drawing you in, he's saying, listen son, listen daughter, persecution is not because he said it's for righteousness. It's for Jesus. So the first thing Jesus says that our persecution as a Christian is not pointless. We don't suffer pointlessly. We suffer for Jesus, for righteousness. Jesus also says this about persecution. He says, it's not only is it not pointless, he says it's not final. He says, the kingdom of heaven is yours. Later on, he says that there will be a great reward for us who have been persecuted in heaven. So persecution for the disciples is not pointless, it's not final. And this is what I want to just communicate to you. If you just zone in right now and hear what Jesus is saying to us. It's not that we just get to suffer for Jesus. Church family, we get to actually suffer with Jesus. Jesus is with us in our suffering. You know, um, several years ago, as we close, I just want to kind of close on the story in a couple points, but there's a story happened about 2007. And there were 23 Korean missionaries that were captured and held hostage. And they're held by the Taliban. And, and as they're sitting there, they knew that they were going to be killed one by one. And it was, uh, they actually talked and they got in an argument because they actually were like, they wanted to argue about who was actually going to get, get killed first. 
那他们就在讨论说，到底谁要先被杀掉？And so one one man was having dinner and he said, you know, um, I'm going to die first.那有个人有个人就说，我先，我要先死，because I'm the pastor.因为我是牧师。And this other guy said, no, I'm going to go first.那另外一个人就说，另外一个弟兄就说，我我来吧，because I'm your elder, I'm older than you.因为我是长老比你老。They're actually just arguing with each other who's going to suffer for Jesus first one guy said well actually you're not an ordained pastor I'm ordained so I'm actually going to go first and long story short basically two of the prisoners were executed and the rest got released 那最后呢这二十三个人当中有两个人就被处死了那其他人就被救出来 and when they returned to Korea, people asked them, you know, what was it like? You know, what was your experience? <laughs> and many of these missionaries says, man, like there, there are some times when I wish I could actually go back there. Being in this hole, suffering for Christ, and people began to say, like, what? Like, how could you how could you say this? Why would you say that? And this is what they would say. When I was surrounded by these soldiers, I felt the presence of Jesus surround me so, so strongly. Now that I'm back in the comfort of Seoul, I'm trying to experience that intimacy with him, but I can't. And I would go right back there just because of the intimacy that I had with Jesus. Christian, it's not that we just get to suffer for Jesus. We get to suffer with Him. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. Nothing can separate us from the love of God that's in Christ Jesus. Not quarantine. Not persecution. Not even death. So it's just as we close, Jesus kind of brings everything together. What is he saying for us as disciples? He says this. He says that as a disciple of Jesus, guys, we are accepted by God. We are also rejected by men. We listen to the words. He says, man, we've been shown mercy. We can see God. We can know God. We are actually called the children of God. It's complete and total acceptance from the Father. But the reality is, is that it also comes by being rejected by men. You know, as one, one pastor said this, he said, there is nothing more useless than a church 
imitating the world. There's nothing more powerful than a church imitating Christ. So church family, I just want to leave us with a couple of questions. How many of us live our lives for acceptance instead of living our lives from acceptance? As a disciple, Jesus says, guys, we live our lives from the complete and total acceptance of the Father. You do not have to live for the acceptance of people. Because Jesus says the more and more that we're like him, the more and more we might suffer for it. So church family, these are the Beatitudes. Jesus' kingdom vision for his kingdom citizens. Let's pray together. Man, Jesus, you're so good. God, thank you that you not only empower us to be like you. God, but you also empower us to suffer with you. Lord, I just want to pray for people who might have been experiencing depression. People that have anxiety. People that feel isolated. God, I pray they would feel, literally tangibly feel you right now surrounding them. God, they would feel your nearness. But Lord Jesus, it is in times of suffering that I feel like you come the closest to us. You surround us. So Lord Jesus, we come and we just we're asking right now. God, would you help us become more merciful? Would you help us see and listen to what you're speaking, what you're doing? God, we bring the gospel of peace into a divided culture. Knowing that even if we suffer for it, it's worth it. Because you're worth it, Jesus. And it's in your beautiful, powerful name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, church family, thanks for joining us again. You know, we always say that we're available. Um, and so if there's prayer requests that you have, please send those in to either Facebook or the email that's located on our website or online. And just, we, we just, we're in this together. 
所以因为我们是一起来经历过这些。We love you. 所以我们很爱大家。And let's continue to walk through this together, and we'll see you again next week. 所以我们一起在神的道里面走，然后我们下周见。Alright, bye bye. Bye bye.